This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, Michael Jackson was a genius with a pet monkey, but is Beyonce doing too much? Also, black fat, black health, and white supremacy. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the what's the what's the scenario? Hey yo, Bo knows this. What? And Bo knows that. What? But Bo don't know Jack. What? Because Bo can't rap. So what do you know? You don't know the rest of words. You don't know if you know words and songs. I just know well, Busta Rhymes part. Brown. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Do Busta Rhymes part. Not by myself. I'm shy. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably join in, but you got to start, though. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay podcast. We don't use those voices. All right. Let's start over. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. We're two womanist race nerds talking, talking shit, shit over tea. tea. I am Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. All right, with the L. So this is one of our Spot of Tea episodes. Yes. As one of our shorter episodes, it helps us to be able to do the show weekly, since we do this mostly by ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it gives us time to get together and do a good show. What makes this a Spot of Tea? It is shorter than the longer episodes, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have as many segments. True. So that's what makes it a spot. It's a spot. Rather than a whole cup. True that. Yeah. True that. Not a bug. It's a spot. Yes. Conscious is in the background. Yes. And uh, as we've told you last week, we are right. now part of the Barnfire Radio family. That is right. So you can also catch us um, on their rotation. That's every right. Every Wednesdays at 1 p.m. You can hear the same show. Yep. Um, BonfireRadio.com. Yes. BonfireRadio.com, 1 p.m. every Wednesday. And as always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, yeah. Stitcher, yada, yada, yada. New episodes every Tuesday. Ew. What's up with you? More fire. More fire Tuesdays. Okay. I just feel like doing that. All right. All right. Um, that's not one of our branding uh, taglines or tools. But okay. Excuse me. I burped. And there's the burp I early, burped in in the, a while. early in the show, I early haven't. in the episode. So our older listeners, they know I burp like every episode. Because I'm going to go ahead and apologize for that. A burper. For our new listeners. Excuse me. Yes. So what's up with you? Um, nothing much. What kind of tea are you drinking today? Oh, we're drinking drinking plum deluxe tea again. Mm, cool. And I'm having I liked the refreshing that's what it's called, refreshing after dinner mint tea. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking that shit again. It's delicious. What I'm are you having? drinking the gratitude blend black tea mm-hmm. because I'm black and I'm proud. Now I was attracted to the strawberry uh-huh. in it. In one it? of the agreements. It's actually really good. Do you get like do you stay up from caffeine and shit? Um, I don't notice because okay. I'm not a caffeiner. I don't re- nah, okay. not really. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm trying to be conscious of my um caffeine intake. I'm an insomniac without insomniac. Yeah, yeah. this mine doesn't without, have the so caffeine, so it should be good. Don't matter. I'm gonna go home after this and be up. So all right. Well, if you guys want to follow the conversation um, as we are chit-chatting on this podcast, you can hashtag on Twitter, hashtag T with QJ. You can actually hashtag anywhere. Um, we'll retweet yeah, it. We'll, we'll, we'll look it. for it. We'll Facebook, for it. We Instagram, it. we be finding it. Right. We be liking We're it. pretty we self-absorbed. Back. So if you tag us, we will. No, you love us, we it. love you back. That's just what that is. That's who. That's just what that is. That's Jay self-absorbs. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely, your thing. definitely that is your thing. Also, if you would like to help support this amazing podcast, you can go to our website, teawithqueenandjade.com, hit the donation button, yeah. or, or you can hit our PayPal 
PayPal link, mm-hmm. which is paypal.me slash T with QJ. Hey, Jay was looking at me it. like I wasn't going to get this shit you right. Remembered it. And it put pressure on me and it made well, me get this shit get. right. That's what you get for yelling from, at me for weeks about the fucking backslash. About dashes, about messing up lists. But you know what? I'm getting over it. I'm, get I'm over learning. It. That's a, not the list that is a guide. It's but not... that dash shit. All right. Okay. Slash. Uh-huh. It's not backslash, uh, but same whatever. Difference. Speaking of donations, I wanted to give uh, poor libations for one of our listeners, uh, Dizzy Lizzie. What are libations? What are li- Ooh, libations are when we give shouts out or for our old school listeners, pinkies up or props to things and people and places and energy that we fuck with and that yes. supports us and shit that yes, we love yes, this yes. week so i wanted to pour some libations for our listener dizzy lizzy gal um you can find her on twitter at dizzy lizzy gal um and she hit us up and put some money in the collection thank plate. you so much dizzy lizzy girl hey and that helps to keep us going and helps us to be able to record in a studio where we're not in my apartment um, flooded by the sounds of the heater in the refrigerator. <laughs> and her dog and tap dog, dancing tap in the background. Who actually might make a few appearances here, but you won't be able to hear her tap dancing because we like, are no. using like mics and shit. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like better technology. Right, right, right. I, okay. I think we'll, we'll hear less tap, tap dancing. Yeah, we probably will. Good. She probably yeah. won't, you know, she don't like new places anyway. She's going to be in the corner like, where the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> where the fuck am I at? Probably. Yeah. She curses She's a lot and dog. She's really kind of a bully. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a bully. Um, I want to pour libations for two things. I want to pour libations to Spoken Word. Okay, who's that? Um, Spoken Word is one of our followers on Twitter. That's mm-hmm. his Twitter name at Spoken Word. Yes, one of our listeners. But he's been a listener for since, since way, way back. back. True. And he's still here. He's still here. And he, he still supports fucks with us. He's and our bar. first episode that um aired on Bonfire Radio, mm-hmm. he was in the chat room like, "Hey, I'm here to hey. support Queen and Jay from TV Queen and Jay." That's like what's up. that shit was dope. Just to see that you're just that consistent and that you love us that definitely. much definitely. was like dope. So you definitely get some libations, spoken words. Thank you, spoken. We appreciate you. Yeah, it's really dope. It was nice to see that. And he did he did the heart thingy like he did our logo. It was just I like cute. that. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Yes. So I have another libation um, that I'm gonna pour. Um, I found a new web series. Okay. Um, Quanta B or Quanta B? Quanta. Um, Quanta. isn't it Kenta? Kenta. See, I don't know. It's Q U I N T A, right? Yeah, Quanta. You said Quanta or Quanta? I might have said Kenta, but I'll we'll say Quinta. And then That's what we're going to do. What? Then we're going to do what? Google it? Yes. We <laughs> should have done before we did this. I don't do that. But, you do that. This okay. is my libation. All right, all right. So um, she um, has a new web series that I stumbled upon. I didn't even know I followed her on Tumblr, but I, I do, okay. apparently. And she wrote this series herself. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about black writers in the writer's room right. that's like a thing for us or whatever but the series is not like it's mad okay basically the series is her working in a pet shop <laughs> not even a pet <laughs> shop it's an adoption center i'm into it and she's like animal obsessed that's and cool. awkward and weird and like it's it's funny mm-hmm. it's it's funny i enjoyed it i've only watched three episodes because mm-hmm. i found it like i said randomly on tumblr and i was like I have to go to work now because right. it was Friday morning. And I just randomly found it, but I didn't go back yet. But it's funny. That's and then cool. when I went to her Twitter, I don't follow her, but I went to her Twitter, and she put like, "Check out my series. I wrote this." And I was like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is dope!" But nah, check that out. It's called um, "Up for Adoption." 
Mm-hmm. And it's just bad funny. And then since I'm this newfound cat person, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just finding cat things everywhere and like corner That's places. Cool. I watched I that know. little video that she did with her and her cat. Yeah, yeah I watched like that too. Yeah, that yeah, was really yeah. Was But cute. this is this is funny. Like, there's a, a scene where she's like eating cat um, treats. <laughs> and so, is it, is it out? Has it started? Yeah, it started. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, how did I the... see three episodes? I'm, sorry. I'm not that exclusive. I she ain't sending them the queen. True that. <laughs> I will put the link in the show notes. But yeah, we will. But she was like eating cat treats, and one of the patrons coming in there look at her and she's like they're for humans too oh like like it was just it's creepy mm-hmm. not creepy but she's like awkwardly into animals that's cool it's, it's cool my I first like job that. after college was at a pet like an animal adoption center why i don't know i got the job i never went though <laughs> so you didn't actually work there no they were just like hey you love animals you got the job i was like oh that's awesome and then i never showed up i think i might have sent them an email so you didn't work there uh no i said it's my first job that i got after college that you didn't got, work no i didn't work it but i got it though <laughs> i could have Ooh, i could have been that person hey where would i be now had you would I not be eating, no day? you actually would eat cat treats actually Jay, wait remember Jay last test, year test her dog remember last year when food. i was like sick for a long time mm-hmm. and I, I like had the flu like for like a minute mm-hmm. i had some shit for you like was a eating minute hennessy's food no you know what i was doing that's fucking nasty i had been going to conscious just turned around don't fucking look at me man i had been going to um at the pet store they have the treats they're just sitting there like open it's just fucking open air buffet of animal treats or whatever that you scoop up with a scooper and i was like oh let me try this before i buy it for my animal no you try stuff anyway every time you have a new treat you're like it tastes nasty i'm like what the <laughs> fuck why are you trying i want to know what she's eating but so okay you so can sp- read the ingredients right but speaking of this right so these were just fucking open air buffet treats that any motherfucker could stick their hand in and i didn't think about that all i was thinking about was my little hennessy so i just can't you be ate, giving her anything you ate buffet dog food <laughs> did i ate fucking buffet style crazy german fested dog food and then i was thinking what what why am i sick like for a minute, I was like sick for like a while. You, I was like, "Yo, I, I, I was being a nasty bitch, yo." That's what that's what happened to me. Being a white person. That's what. Yeah, I was fully. <laughs> I've been fully indoctrinated. Next thing you know, I'll be making out with my dog. Thinking in the you're mouth, invincible in the and you could just do anything. anything. You're right. Yeah, and I this can't. world is mine. It's, it's not my. None of these germs world. affect me. Germs affect me, yo. <laughs> germs if I almost got smallpox. Germs affect me. <laughs> germs affect me. I'm surprised I made it out of it. Oh, that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't do that shit anymore. I learned my lesson. Oh my god. I know. Um, I called my grandmother and I apologized. That's <laughs> 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 <Asked> for repentance. <laughs> I asked everybody for my black card back. There was a oh meeting. God. I got it back. That is hilarious. That's yeah, really funny. Yeah. That's really funny. But we'll put it in the show notes. But check out Quinta B's um, web series "Up for Adoption." It's really really cute. Actually, the um, it's on a online network it's not like it's on youtube Mm -hmm. so the website is go90.com so they have lots of it's a a online network okay but yeah it's really cute is it is it a black network or no comedy network or it's just lots of different web series all right i like it Mm -hmm. i support it i watch it good shit yeah i was into it that's cute yeah so hello everyone Last week, I wanted to share something Hello with you again. guys, mm-hmm. and we did a whole fucking show. We did do a whole show. And then I was like, oh, I forgot. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I wanted to tell everyone about this app that I found. Um, it's called Countable. Mm-hmm. Um, Countable is an app that helps you trace 
governmental things. So basically, um, you sign up. And then you could choose your interest. So say your interest is the environment. Say your interest is wage equality. Your interest is they have social justice. They have just diff- many mm. different interests, things that interest you. You pick all of those things. Then it starts to alert you when certain bills or legislations are presented in Congress. Excuse me. Burping. It's a big one. Can we just? Uh, I have a question. <laughs> I have a fucking question. Why can't you just turn away from the mic and burp and come back? Because I don't want to. The same way when okay. something's happening, you're like, "There's a blue bird over there." That's true. You I do don't narrate yeah. it. All right. So, um, yeah. So yes, you can. So let's say legislation is on the floor to be passed about something in your interest you'll be alerted of it so Mm -hmm. you can see what the bill is it doesn't give you the whole bill because bills could be like 80 pages long but it'll give you like the bullet points of what the bill is about you can actually vote yay or nay now your vote isn't actually voting for the bill but it's letting your representatives know um what you feel about the bill Mm -hmm. so like it also knows who your representatives are based on your zip code so Let's say, but I live in Brooklyn, and I don't remember off the top of my head. Of course, I don't remember my senator and whatever, but it's other smaller people who can vote on these things for me because they're who I've, who, they're who I've picked to vote for these things for me. Mm-hmm. So if they notice that lots of people say nay to something they say yay to, that'll kind of make them feel like um, they're not representing like it's like a way for them to know that they're not representing what they're supposed to be representing. So officials are tapped into this. Yes, like I got an email. It was something that I um, it wasn't like a direct email, but it was to acknowledge that I was that my position was nay against something they was yay for. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, there's that. Um, you can kind of for me since I'm not hugely tapped into everything right now because there's just so much going on and Mm -hmm. so many executive orders and it's just a lot to keep up with i like that i could jump in and jump out when i feel like it Mm -hmm. rather than if i'm like on a news site or whatever it's like everything coming at me at once whereas i can see the my alerts for the day and maybe today i only want to hear about um um wage equality so i'll click that and see what's happening what's been happening with that and stuff like that. I don't know. It's a really, it's a cool app. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I like, I like it. that. I want to download it. it right now. <laughs> I'm into it. I, um, when I found it, I don't know how I found it. I think another podcast I listened to, mm-hmm. they said it. And I was like, what? And I looked and I'm like, oh, wow, I actually need this. Because I did want to be more, we both wanted to be more in touch with what ha- what's happening locally. Right. And then there's other Besides the big things that they talk about on the news, there's other smaller things happening, and I don't know how to tap into that. So mm-hmm. this was a way for me to, I guess, um, begin that and start that and f- figuring that shit out. So I like it, and it seems cool. like a way to streamline that shit because it's so much. It's so much. Like that you gotta fucking like, I don't know, weed whack your way through mm-hmm. to get to the, like to get to the important stuff, to get to the stuff that you're most interested exactly. in, to get to the stuff that's happening in your area. Yep. I like it. I fucks with it. I'm gonna yeah, download it. We'll really, put that. Really we'll put cool. that information. Yeah, we'll in the put it in the show, show notes, well. notes. I have an iPhone, so I, um, it was on iTunes. I'm sure Droid has it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a dope app. All I would right. I suggest it. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. You want to take a quick break so yeah. you can get your burps out? Stop being I do gassy have a few for more. everybody. My yeah. bad, y'all. All right, let's do that. Burp it out. <laughs> 
Queen, you like tea, right? Oh, yeah, like tea. We love tea. The show is about The show is tea. about sitting around and fucking drinking tea, tea yo. Yeah. Um, we love tea, and we're fucking excited about drinking new teas. And if you love trying new teas, you can treat yourself to a Plum Deluxe Tea of the Month subscription. For only $10 a month, you'll receive a hand-blended, all-organic, loose-leaf tea, thoughtfully chosen for the season. And... Tea Club members also enjoy special benefits like exclusive discounts, free shipping on all purchases, and access to a very loving and supportive tea community like we do here, like we have here. A tea subscription also makes a fantastic gift. You like gifts, right, Jay? I love gifts. So visit plumdeluxe.com slash tea to join. I'm in there. Drink Plum Deluxe tea. All right, let's be back. (laughs) Did you watch the Grammys? Um, I did watch the Grammys, which was, I've never, no, I've watched the Grammys all through like that, but I was doing lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, the Grammys are really fucking boring, mm-hmm. extremely fucking boring, but, um, I watched the whole thing. From start to finish? Yeah, because I start when I started, I was cooking, so I had it on, um, loudly so I can hear it and still go back and forth. Um, me and my best friend, we decided that we were going to live text it to each other, okay. make fun of people and do all of that. Cause she's not on Twitter. So we was like, let's not do it that way. That's adorable. So we did that. <laughs> that um, is adorable. Yeah. So it was like a, a thing for me. I haven't it done that like, since like 07. No, we did that. Cause we were, That's me and her cute. were like on the phone, like for like five hours okay and then it was like oh it's almost grammy time well i need to use the bathroom mm-hmm. let's text let's text back and forth and mm-hmm. i do that all the time with my mom me and my mother do that she right. got mad at me because i wasn't watching the N- naacp image awards okay. i'm like mom you know i stream cable i can't watch it live she's like you're supposed to be my partner so she was upset about Aww. that and I, you need to get your mom on twitter no that would be a party that's scary Why not? <laughs> she's hilarious because she's gonna that's where i do most of my sex tweets. right 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 but I maybe she could be on there without space. you she could but she'll find me yeah she'll find me yeah. my mom would be wonderful on twitter though uh-huh. she'll be fucking amazing on twitter she I really would so. i want her to get it so she can um get better information mm-hmm. um I'm her Twitter. Like she'll hit me up. Like, hey, what's 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 this? What's mm-hmm. with this? What the Twitter say about this? And then I'll tell her. Um, but I don't want her finding me on there. Yeah, it's a little different than All Facebook. Right. Um, I did not watch the Grammys. Um, you I have wasn't... better things to do with your life. Yeah, I actually did. No, you do. Like it's, it's not something I'm... I did. I had a moment of like, of course, after Beyonce performs, I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't watch this in real time. Who you am know... I? What am I? What will I become? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I enjoyed though, because I thought they was gonna make me watch the, even though I did watch the whole show. Mm-hmm. I thought they was gonna make me, but Beyonce um performed like 45 minutes in. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and I was I actually was like, fuck this, I'm gonna go wash my hair. Mm-hmm. And then I just, that never happened. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do what they usually do to us with okay. Beyonce, which was like dope. Um I was happy for Solange. She won a Grammy. I heard that. She looked beautiful. She always looks beautiful. Did she did she win though, like on air? No, no, no. No, it was like she announced, won, yeah, right? Yeah, I knew she won before the show even. Okay. Yeah. Um and I think I want to be just like Blue when I grow up. What does that mean? She was running around the Staples Center like she was in her living room. It did. I did see. 
I saw clips <laughs> of that. It looked like a baby at a baby shower, yeah, or like a baby in like, church. Like she was just yes, doing her. Like the world was, is hers, yes. and she ain't got no worries. It was so cute to That's see. Great. I know her pocketbook was empty. Maybe mm-hmm. she had some candy in there, but right. she was walking, running around with that empty pocketbook. So cute. Yeah, it was like she was at like a a freaking church function. Yeah, like yeah, it was cute. Yeah. They had one scene where I don't know his name, whoever the host was, the one who does that karaoke car shit. Yeah. He did like a little bit with that and mm-hmm. he had all these like other singers come mm-hmm. in. Blue ran into that. It was so like cute. she just ran right over there. She had her homegirl with her. Oh she brought her God. friend with her to the Grammys. Of course. That's just like the cutest thing ever. That's adorable. Like it was just cute. And she yeah. ran for her friend with her to I go saw it. It looked like they gave her a mic. Like she was in it. No, because if she no, she just ran and then he was like, Oh, Blue's here. So like cute. she just ran she just ran over there. Mm-hmm. She does what the fuck she wants. People were going up to her to say hi. And she's like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Like, giving faces. Like, I love Blue. It was she's just cute adorable. to just see her just running around. She was, like, so excited for her mom. Which is really, really cute. Mm-hmm. Then Beyonce performed and changed my life. Mm-hmm. The visual was really great. Beautiful. It was just so beautiful. beautiful. That, I do, honestly, I do wish I had watched it in real time. I watched it after, and I didn't feel the same. I was like, I know there's an energy here that I would have felt more if it I had was, watched it live. It was be- I feel like I would have, I needed to watch it live. Like, mm-hmm. I needed to be sitting in the audience. <laughs> like, the TV wasn't even enough. Mm-hmm. Only because, um, I think because of my background, like, what did a lot of dance, and I did a lot of, like, modern like all of these mm-hmm. times of things where you choreograph like it's not just every everything is like this huge artistic piece like it was like one of those mm-hmm. things and it was so cute then they had someone i don't know who but someone released a clip of her from another angle mm-hmm. and when she did that tilt back in the chair her belly was moving like the babies were <gasps> yes wow. they choreographed that that's cool they might have yeah I don't put it past them performing ass babies they was like what we had the they heard them songs they're like oh this is it we've been practicing for this all week you see how stomach moving a little bit I'm like what the fuck what the fuck she already took the jobs of two of these dancers in the audience it was was beautiful it was beautiful it was beautiful I enjoyed it a lot I liked her speech she taught me a word Mm -hmm. I can't think of it right now alright she said it I looked it up like ooh I like this word. Okay. Um, Did she teach it to you if you don't remember it? Um. Well, I have it in my notes. Oh, all my right. Phone. Well, that's good. I always put ad words uh-huh. like whatever. Yeah. Tina actually posted the transcript of the um of Beyonce's speech, mm-hmm. and so I read that. That was I enjoyed it. It was yeah, cool. It was really cool. I enjoyed that. Oh, Jennifer Lopez wore a Puerto Rican quinceanera dress. Nah, she did it. It was gorgeous. I loved her dress. I saw it. It was cute. I didn't it was love like it. A la- the lavender color, right? It was like pink with the big thing right yeah, there. Yeah, I remember the thing, but it was like a lavender. It looked pink to me. Okay. But I wasn't into it. She looked amazing, but that looked like it would have bothered me all night. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. put myself in people's dresses. Okay. So that looked like they would have bothered Not truly. me all night. I like Solange's gold dress. That was hot. Yeah, that was really hot. That was hot. And I, I liked. Um, Beyonce's dress, like her, none of her dresses were maternity, mm-hmm. you know, which yeah. was was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. It was just like I'm wearing a dress and I'm pregnant, <laughs> which was which was which was good. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. I did you hear about the beef? Um, which beef are we talking about, Adele yet? Or yes, I I saw Adele's speech. I watched it a few. It actually made me tear up a little bit. There have been moments when I've seen. Um, people t- 
take their time for accepting an award and like dedicate it to somebody else where it kind of was like cringeworthy mm-hmm. but this kind of like it touched me a little bit you know what i mean so i saw that i enjoyed that of course it was awkward when she talked about um she talked about for anybody who didn't watch the grammys uh adele won a grammy for album it was album of the year yeah. right and then she uh kind she didn't dedicate her award to beyonce but she said that she couldn't accept it without acknowledging that lemonade was like the album of the year she kind of talked about what it meant for people and what it meant for what it meant for her black friends which i feel like as a woman if you are actually as let's say as a white woman if you are actually friend friends with your black Mm homegirls you can't go up there and talk about lemonade without mentioning that exactly you can't not mention it yeah okay, what, sorry. sorry no it's okay right. i just i wanted to i just wanted to say it it was awkward she's not going to be perfect nobody can speak to the black experience you know what i'm saying like i'm sure maybe somebody could have articulated it a little bit better but it was awkward when she said that she gave black women a voice or that she no that she what did she say she taught but black girls or help black girls speak up for themselves or yeah, whatever that was weird yeah that was but awkward I didn't expect her to, exactly it's not gonna that, be seen that wasn't even people's beef though okay go ahead you know what there I were know? people who were like nah, but the twitterverse was beep beefing about her saying my black friends mm-hmm. enjoyed this album yeah. which i thought was like what i didn't get what the issue was mm-hmm. like she wasn't doing the yeah. black friend thing or i have black friends. yeah it was or, like this right. this album met some shit to black right, women right right like, i feel like for people i feel like for people who don't understand the nuance of like black culture and blackness and all the things that we deal with a lot of times they will group up these um like buzz words concepts ideas phrases and just like kind of hop on that you know what i'm saying yeah, that's you can talk about your black friends if you fucking have black, black friends, friends and it's relevant to the yes, conversation at exactly. hand the problem with bringing up your black friends is that motherfuckers only bring up their one black friend as a rebuttal for exactly. some shit for after some racist shit exactly. now that's when it's a problem no she was just acknowledging that this album met like this i love this album right. it was everything for me but for my black friends yes. this was some shit yes and i love my black friends because they're my actual friends <laughs> yes, who i love yes and so this means something to me yes right. it was so it was just awkward to see people like angry about that it was just mm-hmm. like what the fuck yeah it was, it was really really strange well another thing that was strange was that the media like right after, well not right after, a few hours after, um, I start seeing media kind of making it like she gave Beyonce her award. And I'm like, that's not what the fuck happened. She did say, because I watched it again, because people were kind of saying that, she did say, I couldn't possibly accept this award. Beyonce is everything to me and Lemonade yeah. is everything. And then she left the stage with her award. With the fucking and, award. And you're right. But, and like, before that's that, not what happened. Before that, she did express how grateful she was for it and talk to yeah, acknowledge her people like, and her team. No, for, yeah, she didn't give Beyonce anything. So true. those headlines were annoying. Seeing those kind of hand, mm-hmm. headlines were annoying me. It was just like, did y'all see what yeah. happened? And you know how we talked about a few episodes ago, White Delusion. So it was right. like, what the fuck? Right. She's... Oh, yeah, like, like framing it as if she did something. Yeah, like she, she was a savior in yes. this kind of situation. And it was right? like, no, that's not what happened. She understood that that album was phenomenal. And right. that is what she would have thought would win. Mm-hmm. But 
um, it didn't. Mm-hmm. So I have to say this. There's no right. way I'm just going to take this shit and right. be like, thank you, bye, because she's not Taylor Swift. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's what happened. She didn't mm-hmm. give Beyonce anything, but she needed the world to know, like, nah. I'm- and she needed the world to know then, because I, I yes. saw some people talking on Facebook about how she should have said it the day, take your award and then say it the day after, or did it? No. No. Lemonade was fucking great. Yes. And if, if me as an artist acknowledges that this was a great work and like it seems like Adele feels about that shit the way that I feel yeah. about that shit and and really honestly she can't feel like that because she's not a black woman and mm-hmm. that album was for black women yes um then you say it then like yeah. that's just what it is yes. you know what I'm and saying and I think that for another reason why I don't get why people were like um annoyed with her the black friend thing it was basically her saying like i love this album but beyonce didn't write that shit for me right and she, she wrote it for that. my black friends she acknowledged I, I don't know if this was in the actual speech or in the afterwards the after in the right in the press room she was like thankful that she could be a part of it that it was shared with her yeah. you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. that she could i guess kind of look on exactly. and get a peek into something that she hadn't yeah. seen before yeah so it was just really strange to see that that People were coming at Adele, but they could have, you know, beyond people love Beyonce, so they could have mm-hmm. just been picking anything. I don't know, right. but I did see some people on Twitter who are actually like this. I don't this CNN correspondent who was like, "What?" It was just weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to. Well, my head. I wish. Wait, was it um, not Angela Rye? Yeah, she said that. Yeah. Do you have the quote? You don't have the quote. Oh, okay. No, but when I, I seen it last night, I was like, what? And then she was like, I'm going to go, but I didn't look. She's like, I'm going to go on Periscope and talk about this. Uh-huh. But I didn't look because uh-huh. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't get into it, so this I don't know. This is weird. I don't, I don't know, know what's, what's happening. the what is. I did see lots of women, black women, saying like, hey, nothing happened. <laughs> like, right. it's not, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was just weird to see the other um right i think there are times especially in this like digital age and i'm not saying that that's what angela was doing because i don't know i didn't see any yeah and i didn't watch the periscope right 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 so who knows where that went but i think that sometimes in this era i think that there are people who speak on things just because they feel like they have to speak on things you know what i'm saying i hate that that and then sometimes people are reactionary like you don't even know what it is yet for you yet you just react Mm -hmm. um which I know for me, that's a thing for me that I've learned to check. So mm-hmm. some things I don't react to right away, I got to right. think about it for a while first. Because I don't even do that in my real life. When things happen, when things happen, I'm kind of a little delayed. Mm-hmm. So why am I not being like that when it right. comes to information coming to me through social media? Mm-hmm. I think people want to say things first. People want to have the first hot take. Which people want to be retweeted first. Yes, which is fucking um, annoying. Yeah. It's strange. I saw people on Facebook um, kind of bashing Beyonce's album and saying, oh, it didn't deserve to be like Adele should have just taken her award. It didn't deserve to be album of the year or whatever. Solange should have won. Solange's album wasn't even it nominated wasn't, it, for album of the year or whatever. No. Like that's, and, and, and there's nothing wrong. I don't think I love that album. There's nothing wrong with maybe making that a part of the conversation. But I feel like there were so many people because you know there's a population of there are people who are indifferent to Beyonce and then there are a population of people who actively dislike her her. and dislike the movement and dislike what they believe that she represents or what she actually represents or whatever I was talking to my friend about this today Um, he was like he was like, oh, she's a great performer, but I don't like the way she's marketed or something right, we'll get to that Yeah, I'm sorry, I just wanted to finish what I was saying about um, 
the feeling that the album wasn't worthy of being nominated that the album is trash somebody actually said a black dude in a thread i said somebody said something i said something and he's like beyonce's album was trash salon should have won album of the year whatever which struck me in a few different ways because first of all the album was for black women and you know how much so many of us connected with it (laughs) choose your words you wanted him to care about black women right so there's that there's that right so like let's acknowledge like what you're doing here like you know that we we're in this together you know that black women was the last time you heard an album that was for black women that a, a black man or a male didn't decide oh this is an album for women yeah you know what i'm saying this exactly. is like an album that she decided exactly. was for us it is fucking for us we agree that it's for she us she curated like she curated the visual for right. us she right. curated like all of the poetry and like everything mm. was with a black woman in mind every right. single to thing. call it to call it trash like don't be don't That's what, be your a, mama trash That's yeah. one of, like don't, don't do you that, just gotta bro. just get gutter with it don't do that you just gotta go there with it don't do your that. mama trash don't do that how about that yeah give me like an actual like analysis the other reason why that's ridiculous is because you're bringing up salon it's like people can't like you can't that's have, what i don't like because you can't have two great or black w- women doing great different type of stuff at the same time it's like it's not What's, allowed because we're barely allowed to be one black woman doing something awesome now you want me to like acknowledge two, two? then you then you try to fuck with people in the same family you know like these are actual right. sisters right, they ain't play right, sisters right. they ain't it's not Beyonce and Rihanna mm-hmm. this is her fucking right. sister Solange's biggest fan is Beyonce right. Beyonce's biggest fan mm-hmm. is Solange mm-hmm. like are you fucking serious you yeah. think they don't fuck with each other's music right. you dumb right. idiot like right. yeah stupid. it's just it's just weird for me it just feeds into a lot of that um feeling that you can't have more than that there's only one way to be a black woman Mm -hmm. and that way is lauren hill (laughs) 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 you know it's funny oh fuck that bitch i'm sure she's great i'm I'm sure she's She's somewhere being late somewhere somewhere you know she was on time for her last she did a she performed in nashville the other day i think because they told her the wrong time stop they i don't know i'm making this up they told her she was supposed to be there and at at 10 okay and she showed up at, at 11 on time yes i don't know That's maybe maybe not fuck i took that back her not, chakras were aligned that her day chakras were aligned that and happened. it was all good yes not there. fuck lauren hill i just don't like this the upholding of this quote-unquote like the the it's the queen theory the queen right woman part. right fuck and and if we go by the same album that she continues to sing it's the, the it's a lot of uh blame victim blaming it's a lot of pick me choose me kind of i'm a better woman i'm this because i'm because this kind of, these, of woman because of these, i carry myself this way because of these decisions way. i made in life right this is what makes me I'm good i'm a better type of woman or because of these decisions this is what makes me bad yeah this is what makes me it's annoying we not don't subscribe good, to that yeah. on this hate so anyway show. so not fuck lauren hill but fuck that fuck that concept or whatever and i think that's kind of the concept that feeds into oh well solange is a better type of woman than beyonce and what she represents which goes to what you were about to say about marketing yeah and how um, somebody was talking about the way she i was it. talking to my friend and he was into adele and i'm like we're not gonna have a beyonce versus adele conversation because that's just stupid mm-hmm. um me personally i'm not a fan of adele music i find it very boring i wish her personality was like her music because right. she seems cool as fuck right. but whatever it's not my genre mm-hmm. whatever so whatever anyways so he's like making his adele things and i'm like no nah, that's not what we're not gonna do we're not gonna do right. that it's not really happening and then that's when he goes in to say well she is a great performer about her marketing blah 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 Beyonce about yes Beyonce. about uh-huh. Beyonce so I'm like she's marketed in similar ways to my the similar ways that Michael Jackson was marketed mm-hmm. she is marketed 
You just don't like her because she's a woman. Like Michael Jackson was marketed. Like Janet was marketed. Like Madonna Not was marketed. Not even because it's like I use Michael Jackson because that's somebody that you hardly find anyone who doesn't like Michael Jackson. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's somebody that's just like just iconic. I'm sorry. There are people that don't like Janet? Yeah. There are people really? that don't like Janet. What's their These problem? are women. These are women. That's the thing. Right. Okay, There's room that. To not like these right. women, mm-hmm. but Michael, that's why I use Michael Jackson with him mm-hmm. because he's marketed the way Beyonce is marketed is a very similar way. It's a pop way. She's I feel like a lot of her career she's been following. So she even had a Pepsi deal, like you know, mm-hmm. like she. It's just a lot of her marketing is very on a lot of Michael Jackson. She makes sure when she does shit, she innovates shit. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Jackson changed the music video. This bitch now has people. Um, fucking releasing albums the day of and you don't know and it's a whole album. Right. You know that she's changing the fucking game. Mm-hmm. It's innovative as fuck and mm-hmm. it's the shit Michael Jackson did that we were like, oh my God, right. you know, whatever. She's doing that. She changes standards. She's changing music. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Same way. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, people still hate her. I said the There's same There's still thing. room to hate her and I know the only difference has to be because she's a woman. I went into work today because she's a black woman. I went into work today and... Somebody was saying, "Yeah, the same." Like I walked into that because want to know why though? Because she's not responsible for any of the stuff that she has right now. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Whereas Michael Jackson had a team. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson had people making deals for him and this and this and that because that was his, you know, like all of these things. But because she's a woman and these things that happen, it's like, well, she just got a good team. She right. had to build that team. Right, you right, think right, that right, the right. team? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like, and mm-hmm. I think that like that's I. F- it's because she's a woman like it has to be she can't be credited for any of this right. shit that she's doing right. you can't just be like yo shit is fucking amazing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't just do that yeah because we don't create shit we don't create shit we don't make shit happen we're not bosses we just work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for somebody else when they kind of have done the same right things. we work for somebody else we're part of some sort of illuminati machine oh oh <laughs> right there's that there's that shit but no when i came into work today somebody was saying some shit yada 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 something nice about beyonce she's too much for me though personally i think she's too much i think she's too much and in my head i'm thinking what superstar she is the superstar right now what superstar has not been too much that's that's what a superstar is yeah too fucking much if she wasn't doing too, if michael like how you said if michael yes. wasn't doing too much what would well, michael be he we, wouldn't he wouldn't exactly. be michael that's not what michael we would Jackson? have everywhere mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like when he was like at the height 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 right. height of his career every fucking where but it's just it's strange i think it's the concept that a black woman is not supposed to be over the top oh hell we're no. not supposed to be over Mm-mm. the top we're supposed to bad dominicana actually tweeted about that the other day we're supposed to play the background we're supposed to play a supporting role in something yeah and anytime that we are definitive in knowing what we want and uh, strategic in the way that we go about getting it mm-hmm. we're considered to be too much yeah and it's know? like especially now at this point beyonce is um i don't know if she is so much anymore but she broke away and was like i'm my own manager so it became a point where sh- this machine was like a hundred percent her the beyonce machine mm-hmm. and you're still people will still be like, well, that's just her team. You know, like, like as if she didn't hire these motherfuckers. Right. Like, if she is not the one signing their checks. Like, mm-hmm. that's a fucking corporation happening right there that she is the CEO of. Give her her fucking props. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get why it's that um, hard. Why? What's the issue besides her being a black woman? Right. It's cray. It is cray. Yeah. 
I don't like it. So when I said that, he kind of was like, oh, you're right. And he shut up. So I'm glad he mm-hmm. got it. I would like more people to shut up because like we said, was that last week? Uh, we said we told people to shut up lots of episodes. Yeah. But like Beyonce does not belong to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She doesn't belong to you. She doesn't belong to anyone. But if, if anything, she's kind of established that she's here for black women. So, like, she doesn't belong to you, white ladies. She doesn't belong to you, black guys who want to yeah, call her trash. trash. You know what I mean? Like, hit me with some actual, like, critique. Hit me with the actual, actual critique thing. They don't. You know? they, don't even, they don't even look into it. They just right. see something they don't like and then... Yeah, because I feel like there are things that we as black women acknowledge are not for us. And mm-hmm. we let everybody have their shit, yo. Yeah. Everybody gets to have their shit except for black women, yo. Let us have our shit and don't talk about it like it's trash. Because we don't talk about your toys like they're trash. It's well, not cool. I do sometimes. Like what? But it's usually a rebuttal. Like, okay. Talk about my Beyonce, then I'm going to talk about your stupid video game. I don't All know. All right. Happens. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. A Beyonce break. We can dance to see ladies. Take a bee break. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017 It is a year that we give black women our money. Yes. Your money? Your money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal. And we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes, bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep, go to teawithqueenandjay.com, go to the no- donation button, press it, and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes, money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream, get the money. Okay. All right. I'm so happy that you're not doing that weird thing when we come back anymore. So but I wasn't going to do it. Now I got to do it. <laughs> and we're black. <laughs> it keeps the energy up. Gets the people going. Weird. All right. Um, so I wanted to talk about this because I had a um, conversation with a friend who, I didn't even say what this was. So I wanted to talk about fat shaming mm-hmm. and then talk about fat shaming in the context of race since okay. we're like race nerds and shit mm-hmm. and that's what we do here so um have a homegirl who need to get surgery race specifically as it comes to black women black women okay yes thank you mm-hmm. for the specifics mm-hmm. um so have a homegirl who needs to get surgery on her wrist i believe and she had it scheduled like all of this shit and then she's supposed to get like a phone consultation um, from the anesthesiologist mm-hmm. to ask her a few questions to see if stuff is right, whatever, whatever. Um, they never called her. So she's like, what the fuck? Why didn't they never call me? So she called and was like, hey. She said like five hours fast. She called like, hey, what's up with my thingy thing? And they're like, oh, um, we had to cancel it. Um, you can't get the surgery outpatient you have to get it another way or so, some shit like that mm-hmm. she's like what what the fuck so now she's spending her day trying to figure out how to reschedule her stuff like you've just fucked up my whole right because they should have called her and said something about exactly. that first of all but, exactly okay no right mm-hmm. whatever so she finally calls her general doctor her general her gp and um it's like yo i don't know what happened so the gp gets this information in like 
15 minutes mm-hmm. whereas she was on the phone for probably about four hours trying to figure wow. out what the fuck is going on um because they kept transferring her and then they're like oh they're going to hr and it's like oh i don't know you have to it was like they were going to run around right so a gp hits her up and um she's like oh they rejected you because your bmi is too high um which is strange bmi being her body, body mass, mass index, index. Uh-huh. yes which is strange blah 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 but i don't get why they couldn't just tell you this i don't get why they put you through all of this mm-hmm. you know whatever like that so the doctor her doctor took care of her so she's getting her surgery blah 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 okay. whatever so she can't have the same surgery she was gonna have before or uh, no she's doing she still has else. to do it she was gonna do it outpatient but she could just do it and leave right away but now right. she has to do it inpatient she actually has to stay in the hospital okay. or whatever all this stuff um whatever so that happens and then it took a while to process but she was like wait i was kind of fat shamed like mm. they shuffled me around and like as if it was some sort of problem yeah as if it was some sort of like disease or leprosy exactly or, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so she was like what and then she realized that um the way they handled it she's like if i had if I had something that was like an actual thing, mm-hmm. like if I if I had leprosy, right. if I had HIV, right. if I had whatever, you would tell me what is going on. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't shuffle me around for four hours mm-hmm. to you know figure that shit out. Right. So we are talking about that. I'm consoling her with that or whatever. And then I happen to mention that I have another friend who is um big, and how this friend. Sorry. So what is body mass index? Um, it is your body fat based, your body to muscle ratio, ratio okay. based on your height, um, your age, da, 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 it's supposed to be at certain points. Okay. And oh, then, yeah. so I guess, depending on how high your BMI is, that determines whether, pe- you, whether, whether you're, whether you're obese, obese or right, overweight, okay. whatever like that. So we're having this conversation. Then I bring up my other homegirl who is in and out of the hospital trying to figure out what is wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And her doctors are always telling her, well, have you thought about losing weight? And she's like, um, yeah, but what is wrong? Right. Like if I was skinny and all of this stuff was happening, mm-hmm. you would try to figure out what the fuck is happening rather than just looking at my body and my weight right. and saying, well, you should probably just use weight. It's mm-hmm. just like this mm-hmm. scapegoat thing. Right. Well, it's, it's probably just because you're fat type of um thing so we're talking about that and then i go into because you know me and my science brain i'm like well for me i've never this is why i've always had issues when it was when i was trying to be in the medical industry Mm. all of that stuff is based on white men right a lot of those stats a lot of the bmi was based on uh, um i think the man was it was a European man. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, his name slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. But he was working with white men. Right. White you, European you, and men. It was, yeah, it was years ago and it was based on Caucasian bodies. Not even... Yeah, it was based on white men. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if I'm a black woman, mm-hmm. I'm a racially different person, culturally right. different person, right. and you're basing my body on a white person, I'm mm-hmm. always going to be fat. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be obese. I remember years ago, my mom... Um, was it my mom? No, it wasn't mom. It was my friend's mom. And it was like, for, to me, she did not look like an obese person or what I have been socialized to think obese is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, only thing it says I'm obese. And we was like, what? And I'm like, nah, that's that white man shit. Right. <laughs> like, right. That's that white man shit mm-hmm. or whatever. So within that conversation, it just made me think, how many times are we, um, we already ignored a lot in the medical industry based on, 
you know, we, we spoke about this before, how they think we don't need as much anesthesia or pain medication because we mm-hmm. can just handle it. But how many of us are just being tossified because they think we're fat right. based on that BMI shit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, and they're not, um, it doesn't factor in things that actually cause disease. Yeah. So somebody will just look at you and be like, oh, well, maybe you should just lose weight without factoring in the things that actually cause hypertension, heart disease, high cholesterol, yada, yada, yada. You're just looking at somebody and saying, okay, this doesn't look like the standard for health and for fitness that I've been trained to look at, which is that of a Caucasian male. Like you said, the BMI index, it doesn't take into account your ethnicity. It doesn't take into account your gender. It doesn't take into account, right, any Any of those things. Which when you know looking at some, looking at us just as different people Mm -hmm. we're all built differently there are groups of people who because of the region where they're from where their people are from are built a certain way way. exactly Um, because that's how um evolution and adaptation works like come on like it makes no sense so Mm -hmm. it just made me think about that and how many times we are characterized by people in the medical industry as fat and overweight and they don't even look beyond what our body looks like to mm-hmm. actually figure out what, what is wrong with us mm-hmm. or what is the problem. Mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. And also kind of determining or making decisions about how they think that we're taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. or not taking care of ourselves yeah. based on how we look. Exactly. Because, they're, again, looking, us, looking through us through the gaze of the oppressor, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Instead of looking at us as human, yeah. you know, and saying, okay, well, women, um, women typically black women women typically your complexion or women typically from this region that you're from or whatever are prone to yada 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 Uh or this happens this is typical in Uh, women where you're from because yada 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 you know which also it kind of plays on um kind of feelings of kind of what we were talking about last week when we talked about um we kind of were talking about black fertility a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. um, and just the way that the medical field has been trained to focus on white bodies mm-hmm. doesn't like in terms of like bedside manner, which is also supposed to be a part of that, like yeah. how you talk to somebody um, yeah. that those are microaggressions that every time we yes. go to the, every time I go to the doctor as a let me take off this necklace. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Every time we go to the doctor as black folks, like there are things I experience as a black woman. Um, like when I had those fibroids or whatever, yeah, that it was, it was just, just being written off as, oh, well, this is what happens to black women. I'm like, OK, well, can I have kids? Nah. Mm-hmm. Like, how about. Sorry. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me take this off. Um, yeah, like I had to go to a few different doctors for for anyone to even say, no, you can't have kids. You just have to get these removed. Yeah. How hard is it to say that shit to somebody? Mad but because simple. Right. But because I was a black woman in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, well, this is your fate. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is your fate. Yeah, this is yeah, what yeah. happens to black women. You're disposable anyway. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Um, so just like that, those are and that's like I was talking about microaggression. That's a constant like stress that yeah. us as like, a people imagine, are experiencing could forever imagine, could you imagine right and i'm talking about like when my friend was walking me through this i just was like yo what the fuck is wrong with people right. but like she knew she was getting surgery on her hand i'm not gonna have a hand for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. so i have to adjust my life to like you know right you don't just jump into surgery you right. actually prep stuff so i'm prepping stuff i make you know whatever mm-hmm. um 
I'm not doing certain things because, hey, I'm going to have surgery next week. So then the next maybe three or four weeks, I shouldn't go in as hard. So right. let me not make plans. You know, like all of this fucking mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And you don't have the decency to call me and tell me that you've canceled my anesthesiology right. and, I, and that you have to change the way I do this whole mm-hmm. procedure. You can't fucking call me and say that mm-hmm. because you think I'm f- because I'm fat right. not to mention because I'm fat you can't just yeah. call because I'm fat yeah if it's the friend that I know you're talking about she has a obviously you would read her name and think oh this is a black woman yeah. right so now you're a fat black woman on paper you've been calling it's no big deal for them to give you the runaround for yeah. four hours because who gives a damn yes. you know what I'm saying like it just feels like when I when I when I talk to white folks about mm. their experience at the doctor like my white counterparts like yeah. i don't hear all of this fuckery yeah i just don't and and i don't know i just don't hear all this fuckery you know it just reminded me of that time when i had my breast exam and they were like oh you have a lump it ended up being like just like a, a watery uh-huh. cyst or whatever but you guys know that my sister has stage four breast cancer uh-huh. and she's like oh you have a lump you know here go to the doctor the, the go show me to go some, somewhere else and told me that the, the receptionist would set up the appointment and call them or whatever that lady treated me like i was asking for her to give me fucking uh, oral sex mm-hmm. at the fucking counter you know what i'm saying like i had to break down to her like no i'm here because like the doctor said do this like i might not have breasts next week like, i, I want to do what she said to do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was just like i feel like the way that we're treated in healthcare is such a um those are things that like it's like all the racist shit that happens to you. Like we're taking that in. Mm-hmm. Like those are microaggressions that we absorb like on a regular and it affects yeah. the way that we are able to function like as humans. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's annoying. And then from within this conversation I'm having with my friend, um, she, we start talking about Sarah Bartman and how she, her fat, we mostly talk about how her fat was, sexualized Mm -hmm. but they actually like studied her fat like they were very interested in the fat around her knees and her elbows Mm because to them it was like why would fat be here or whatever like and it they came to the conclusion it's because she was inferior because she was black Mm. you know what i'm saying so it's like and you know we know how much they've used our bodies to um like our actual physical bodies to explain why we are inferior right so fat is another way that they do that. Like if you're fat and black, like it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. And I I because I've never been fat, well, to a black person standard, right. to a BMI standard, I'm fat. You know right. what I'm saying? But um I don't think about these intersections that you're a black woman and now you're a fat black woman, mm-hmm. they're really not gonna give a fuck mm-hmm. about you, which is it's just like crazy and like kind of heartbreaking and um i've never heard this conversation be had like i've never i've never but who sits around and talks about fat right but me and her just ended up just going in and going back and forth and talking about fat and it made me think about like my um relation to fat like so mm-hmm. within her and i's conversation she doesn't like to be called curvy um she doesn't like plus she's like i'm fat mm-hmm. it's not an offensive word She's like, I don't understand why people think it's an offensive word. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not curvy. I'm just fat. It's right. not that serious for me. Like, I'm fat. Okay, whatever. 
but it made me think about like me because I've gained a lot of weight, mm-hmm. but a lot of my weight is in the sexy places. Right. It's not in the non-sexy mm-hmm. places or whatever. So when I talk about my weight gain, people dismiss it like, oh, I'm fine. Right. Fat is fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whether it's in my thighs or in my gut mm-hmm. or fat is fat. And if fat is, um, I don't think fat is harmful, but if fat medically is supposed to be harmful, shouldn't we take all fat seriously? Not like right. because it's in my butt and my thighs, then it's like mm-hmm. fine because aesthetically right. I still look okay. Oh, okay. So that brings, right. So that, that brings it around to something I was reading where culturally, because like that, like people culturally are telling yeah. you, nah, you're good. You're good. Like yeah, you, go- like you look good. good. It's in all the right places. And it's like, I don't think I'm bad, but my body has changed, right? right? So I have to adjust so to that make, change. We should be aware of So when I'm vocally, when I'm vocally right? expressing, I keep hitting this thing. Mm-hmm. When I'm vocally expressing how I'm adjusting to this change that my body has made, mm-hmm. people dismiss it. Right. Because it's like, your fat is in cute places. Mm-hmm. You good. You just, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. And at first I didn't know what it was until I had this conversation until we were talking Mm -hmm. um, that my race is still affecting my fat. Right. You know, because I'm Mm -hmm. black and my fat is in the sexy places. Right. um, The sexual places Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, girl, you good. Mm -hmm. But if I was black and my fat was like mostly in my belly, um, I wouldn't be good. That's how I feel, honestly. Even though I'm a I'm a smaller person, mm-hmm. like when I gain weight, it doesn't. It goes to the sexy places eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it goes there eventually. Like it comes to my stomach, and uh, I think I honestly I think I have a little bit of like body dysmorphia because in mm-hmm. my mind it feels like bigger and like not cool. I don't think you have body dysmorphia. I think you just live in a world that makes women feel like. Mm-hmm. Um. I know for me, like, we live in a world that makes women feel like we're supposed to look like all these other things. And I don't know why for me, that's why for me and my house, I'm, like, naked most of the time. Mm -hmm. I look at myself naked because I need to remember what the fuck I look like and keep that shit in my brain. Because I walk around this world and the whole world is telling me what I'm supposed to look Mm -hmm. like, what I should look like, what sexy is, what I should think is sexy, and all of that shit. So for me, it's like a way for me to reprogram i don't know but that's why my house i'm fucking naked i look Mm -hmm. at myself i see myself so i always remember what i fucking look like yeah i when i say i body dysmorphia i feel like i feel like there's a disconnect between like what i look like and what i think i look like Mm -hmm. sometimes so i don't i imagine that that's what body dysmorphia is Mm -hmm. i don't know It's, it's more extreme okay more extreme than thinking that you look like something you don't look like I'm not trying to claim that shit. Uh, I don't want to have another no, fucking no, ism or disorder that. I know or whatever. People who have it, and it's mm-hmm. like it's something. It's like way more extreme. Mm-hmm. All right, like, all right. Like, well, that's good to know. But yeah. I definitely struggle with like. I don't know people who have it. I'm saying I know. Of right, it, so right. Like, I definitely struggle with like my appearance, my actual appearance versus what I think I look like versus what I think. Then there's that layer of like what I think I should look like or whatever. Um, but I do agree with you, like, looking in the mirror, like, when I got my dresser and I had a mirror attached to it, I could mm-hmm. see myself, like, every morning, like, being okay with what's in there or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's been helpful. But to your point of um, culturally acknowledging weight in different ways or whatever, yeah. like, I definitely agree that culturally, depending on where you fall or whatever, as women, it can, or anybody, I guess, you there are feelings about what is healthy, what's not healthy, what you should look like, mm-hmm. what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's okay? Like, I feel like my butt should be higher. I feel like, you know, all mm-hmm. these things um, that while 
it's accepted for us culturally to be curvier and thicker it's also like well i don't when i get bigger my body doesn't do that you yeah, know what i'm yeah, saying it does exactly. something and it's like oh wow is the type of guy that i'm attracted to gonna be okay with like my fat goes in this place and mm-hmm. my booty is not this high or whatever whatever um but i was also thought about um those waist beads you know how some african cultures they wear the waist beads mm-hmm. or whatever when i was working on my fibroid thing that i had or whatever um i was told that that's also one of those things that helps to measure and notice like weight gain mm-hmm. or whatever so yeah. like even within like culturally there was a framework for oh okay well if your beads no longer fit you you're either pregnant or you're gaining weight and yeah. like that's something to like check into like mm-hmm. why is your body changing or whatever anyway i just thought that was interesting. i always thought it was more so for pregnant seeing if you're pregnant more well so it's a, it measures like body changes yeah, right yeah. so if you have if you have waist beads that are of a certain measurement or whatever no matter what happens if you uh, it could be pregnancy it could be if they are if they start being loose why are they so loose all of mm-hmm. a sudden why are you losing so much yeah, weight you yeah. know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. the womb is such a like a central yeah, yeah. part of your body but or I always, whatever. for me i guess i'm saying i internalize it as because Though that was a tracker for you to track. It's like how else? Like we go to the doctor and get weighed. Mm-hmm. We our clothes fit different. Mm-hmm. Like those things. Like so for me that was a marker like that. Like I didn't. Um, right. That's what I'm saying. That's included in that because mm-hmm. it's the same thing with that. You go to the doctor to see. Oh, I've gained like I've gained fucking forty oh, pounds. Oh, these pants like, don't why? fit anymore. Right. Like, this, whatever, whatever. So right, that's how right, I kind right, of right, right. saw it like mm-hmm. as a marker for that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 unnerving to um i don't know i I like to say i want sometimes you know i just you know like we want to say it's just hair i just want to say it's just fat but it's Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. just fat. yeah i think that it's not just fat but i think that we have to in all things acknowledge and accept that we are black women and that I think that we should be looking at our health through that lens instead of looking at it through the lens of the oppressor. Which which is know? which is the problem though. Which is how do you not do that? Like how do you separate from that? Like you know, how like you separate how, from what? How do you separate how much white supremacy forms what your what you think you should look like? Like mm-hmm. how how do you do that? You go to but the doctor separate, every year, right? But that's separate from health, kind of what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because I could acknowledge, or can be, right? Because I can acknowledge that my BMI, a healthy BMI for a black woman. We don't know because the BMI was created based on that. No, so I know, but there have know? been, there, have, there is research and there have been discussions of it. It's from doing stuff like this. It's from having conversations and tapping in and knowing that as a black woman, the system, the same way we go to their colleges and some of us are aware that this is not yeah. like what we, like knowing mm-hmm. as I'm going through this process that I'm not being taught uh-huh. everything or whatever, is that you, yeah, there's like a level of self-education. Yeah, but you could know that, right? But the standards of which you're now going to get service is still going to be based on that. So mm-hmm. yes, my friend can know that her BMI probably right, makes more right, sense right, or her right, thing, right, right, but they're right. still going to say, no, you can't get this surgery right. because you just, this and that. No, that's so it's like, you can know that, but there's still them, the outside world, these mm-hmm. systems still doing shit. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's the unnerving part. Like how we, even with our fat, we can't even like right, right, say, right, fuck right. this system. I'm just going to eat what I want and do whatever, whatever like that. Cause it's still something counteracting that. Like mm-hmm. now I'm being denied a service because you think I'm too fat. Even mm-hmm. if I do know BMI for a black woman, blah, 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 blah. Like she can't be like, well, this is what it is. They're going right. to be, they're going to say no. Right. So it's strange. Or like with my other friend who um, 
she's trying to she's still trying to figure out what's what what is wrong um at this point we think she's going to get tested for lupus Mm -hmm. but it's been i've known this girl for years and it's always like they're always trying to figure out what's wrong with her and they're always like well and I feel that they've taken this long to find it because they just always just concluded it had to do with her being big. Mm-hmm. Which is like, do your fucking job. Yeah. It's as if fat is like a scapegoat for mm-hmm. everything. Like, mm-hmm. do your fucking job. You could be skinny. You could be slim and have mad shit wrong yep. with you. Mad shit wrong with you. And I bet you find what's wrong with them because you, it doesn't make you, there's no scapegoat for you right. now. There's no scapegoat for that shit now. It's like, it's, crazy it's it's sad mm-hmm. um yeah it's fucking whack that is very whack um that is very whack especially if you are in a socioeconomic group or in an economic bracket that doesn't allow for you to try different things or to see a bunch of different doctors, doctors or to yeah. get a second or a third Ex- or fourth opinion exactly yeah for me, it's been helpful to, like, do a lot of reading. Like, before, like, knowing that, like, your doctor is there as your partner should be. And I'm not going to my doctor, like, for all the answers. You know what I'm saying? So I try and um, I try and do some research on my own. I talk to other people to see. I, sometimes I try and be open with, like, whatever health stuff that I'm having mm-hmm. with my homegirls or whatever. And yeah. see, hey, have you spoken? To, do you know anybody who's had an issue like this or yeah. whatever? Da, 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 and kind of build my own circle. But even that, honestly, is a form of privilege because I don't have any kids. I have time. I have time to yeah, look that shit up and exactly. do that research. I have time to text my and friends and be you, like, hey, what's the what? Even if you create, even if you do create a good relationship with your, your GP, like my friend did. Like she mm-hmm. was able to call her GP and she got to the bottom of that shit for her right away because right. of the rapport that they've built with each other. That anesthesiologist didn't know who the fuck she was. She just mm-hmm. he just seen a BMI, seen a black looking name. Right. That's like, not whatever. what I meant by build a partnership. So no, no, no. I'm saying that okay. even within those partnerships, other shit can fuck right, with right, it. Right, like, right, 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 right. Still, other mm-hmm. motherfuckers in this world. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's for me. It's just I guess that's where my um, angst come from. Because mm-hmm. like you can you can do a lot. You can you can right. do a lot, but it's still gonna be some motherfucker. Yeah. Who um is still living under this white supremacist patriarch mm-hmm. capitalist shit who's gonna kind of who's gonna do this which is whack that is whack um what can we do though um like i know there's what is her name mama Fua. people look to her or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know her full name but if you google that maybe i'll find it and put it in the show notes or whatever mm-hmm. but she does a lot of like health and healing stuff especially around um like black women's bodies mm-hmm. um that's the thing that's yeah been I saving think, grace for me what do you think i think that um we have to which is more work for us which is annoying right because like even it's, this everything is yes. more work even for this, us i didn't want to say what do we do but i also like i need to leave here not depressed so like what do we do i i for me it's we have to hold people fucking accountable right more. like whoever this anesthesiologist is needs to be fucking dealt with right. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that's how you fucking learn lessons that's how you learn not to fuck with motherfuckers right, right, and right. stuff like it's more work for us but i think that we have to push more in th- in that direction mm-hmm. because um we all we got everybody gonna fucking care about you like, right because like you said even when you build this community you build this healthy space where you can um 
this health safe space, mm-hmm. some random motherfucker could like right. <laughs> fuck it up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that um, that was the only solution that I could come up with when me and her talking. It was like, hold that motherfucker accountable. Right. Hold him accountable. Because right. they get paid from our insurance mm-hmm. or from our pockets. Mm-hmm. Hold that motherfucker accountable. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah. yeah, that's the only advice that I Yeah, and that's, about. I mean, that's work, but that's what we do is work in activism as black yeah. women. And so, yeah, when you call that shit in and when you hold them accountable, you're setting it up for the next person to hopefully exactly. have a better experience. Exactly. And kind of setting the tone. Even today when I was reading, because uh, I knew you wanted to talk about this, so I did a little bit of reading on it. Even the articles that I read were kind of like, this is just what it is for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, our body mass index, you know, it's, it's, um, ours will be higher and that mm-hmm. should be the acceptable standard you know just know just know that you know what i mean yeah. like there was there was no real conversation surrounding okay so now how do we like motherfuckers are still using this shit because, like it matters like because, how do we change this because what i do we think do now? that we are not pushing further because it's just fat you know i don't you know right. but there's other things on a list of blackness that we need to be like right doing, oh my god pushing blah 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 it's just fat because even amongst black people even amongst us, even though culturally, if your weight fits into a certain curves, you're okay. Fat is still not cool. It's not. Fat is still, we have still been conditioned. Yeah, fat is still a problem. And yeah. fat people are still disposable. And fat people are still considered less than human. Yeah, because even even with this and doing research, and re- research with this, um, I was reading an article and they were saying the same way that you make sure you're in spaces Let's say you're at a space and y'all take a group picture. Right. And let's say it's like all black women. Do you notice that there's no fat people? Or do mm-hmm. you not even know that they're not there? Because right. it's not like a priority. Like you would say, well, I would hope you would say there's a room full of white people. Like, oh, there's no other colors in here. We mm-hmm. should try to pull that. Or there's no people with disability here. We should try to pull that. Oh, there's no people with this. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. If a fat person is there, fine, but we don't try to be inclusive because no one is really fucking even paying attention to your motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. It's basically was the point of that article. Like, there's no push to make sure you're visible. Right. Unless it's finally someone says and it's like, okay, let's have like one fat person on the cast. Mm -hmm. But we already know how TV and media um, portray. Even the type of fat, even the type of fat years ago back kind of around the time when I got the job at that fucking animal adoption place I never showed up at. I got a job at like a modeling recruiting kind of Mm -hmm. place. And so they would tell you when you're recruiting plus size models that they still have to be like in quote unquote proportion Mm -hmm. and proportion to them was tiny ankles, tiny wrists, um, and like a waist, like a defined waist waist or whatever. When we know that like fat comes in all different ways. Right. So if you're doing, uh, I mean, I guess for any model, there is a, you know there's a standard though, for too? modeling. But you know what else? Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, if we're talking about fat, right, and we're that, selling clothes to fat people, even like, when we sell fat, motherfuckers should be allowed to be fat. Even when we fat. sell fat and they try to be inclusive fat, like right. fat everywhere fat, mm-hmm. the bitch got to be a bad bitch. Right. And she has right, to be right. amazing. Flaws, yes. Flawless in the face. She has to be everything. amazing. Yeah. And that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's on purpose. Yeah. And that's not, um, it's not cool. Yeah. But I, these are things I didn't really notice until I was having these conversations with my friend. Mm-hmm. Or like, she's told me that she's had conversations with people and it's like, yeah, you're fat, but you're a bad bitch. So, and it's like. You're fat, but. 
Yeah. Right. So there's a qualifier so or a quantifier yeah, to make it. Yeah, but you, she like, got a pretty face. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, her hair stay fly. She mm. stay fly. She big, but she stay fly. Like, right. What? Mm. You don't be like, she's skinny, but she stay fly. Mm. She mad short, but she stay fly. Yeah, like, yeah. no one does well, that. I do. I, I'm afraid of no, short No, you people. always point out no, I'm just kidding. people shorter than you. Uh-huh. But, you know, like, it's just and because I've mostly lived in this body these are not things that I experienced and stuff mm-hmm. and I myself have had like a fat phobia where it was like I didn't notice it until my mom said it mm-hmm. but um, I was this is like maybe five or six years ago I was in a car with my mom and somebody walked by crossing the street and I was like oh they're fat my mother was like what is wrong with my kids mm-hmm. I was like what she was like all of y'all all of y'all like this what the hell is wrong with mm-hmm. you like what did he do to you right. and that's when I realized something wait what the fuck am I doing right. he didn't do nothing he was crossing the street mm-hmm. and I was like Ugh. Mm-hmm. so then that's when I started to kind of like examine it of course I'm, I still have um, these things when it comes to fat and I'm trying to address it obviously like that's why we're having this mm-hmm. conversation but it's corny yeah I mean need to like get over that mm-hmm. yeah health and fatness are not um they're not aligned in the way that like they sell it to us as yeah. being aligned right white people sell it like that right that's right. their thing mm-hmm. like um yeah that's how they sell it and mm-hmm. that's that's not what it is mm-hmm. cause they really don't like fat um they run away from fat yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like a standard, like when you read reach a certain certain class or like mm-hmm. I guess a certain education level, you know, whatever, like you have to like have this lean, taken care of body. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know where that comes from, but in America it seems like this white supremacist ideal to get closer to that BMI thing, the the mm-hmm. that thing or whatever mm-hmm. that is. You have to be a lean body. If you're going to be like that, being my index created by a white man for white right, men. Right. You know what's interesting? Oh, shit. Um, no, when you bring that up, it makes me think about it makes me think about um, kind of the conversations that uh, like surround um, Serena Williams mm-hmm. and tennis a little yeah. bit. Um, and I was reading about uh, Maria Sharpova, who she's won. She's beat at least like over 17 times yeah she's beat her regularly right and maria sharpova is like five i don't know fucking five something 120 something pounds Mm -hmm. or whatever um she has said that she doesn't like to look to um she wants to remain feminine and she likes to look smaller and be smaller and you know every woman has securities and yada yada so she said stuff like that when the muscle that Serena Williams put on puts on and we've seen like training videos and yeah. stuff like that and like the way that she eats and what she does is specifically she's specifically training and building muscle in areas that are going to help increase her performance yeah right and so these ideas on what is acceptable um in terms of like what is feminine and what kind of like what you were saying about like white supremacy like that look of like that women are supposed to look, look. and be smaller and they're yeah. supposed to be this one kind of way that mm-hmm. even for white women even if you are taller if you are larger whatever that kind of goes against that yeah. white the whole white um white patriarchal capitalist white supremacist thing that's mm-hmm. going on or whatever um and so there's all this conversation about like the articles I was reading about Maria Sharpova, all this conversation of how she likes to look and be 
feminine and her understanding of feminine and really nothing that contributed to how it helps her in the sport. So like she makes millions more dollars than Serena does in advertising or whatever. And so um, I think I was reading an article by um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, maybe. I, don't, I yes. wasn't reading it with you. Okay, so. thank you. I think I was <laughs> reading an article by him and he was saying like, are you training, is she training her body to be the best in ads, to be the best in ad yeah. revenue or is she actually training for the sport? Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Serena is getting all this criticism for having what white men and some black folks are calling a man's body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When her body is just built for the game yeah and, and built for the game because she built it that way yeah you know what i'm saying so anyway so i thought that was interesting when you talked about like white supremacy is that how much that that has infiltrated sports mm-hmm. and how much that has infiltrated just our notion of what it means to be effeminate and so when you look at black bodies in sports or like misty copeland who was told that her body w- was not fit, fit to be a ballerina, ballerina. That she doesn't have a, a ballerina's body or whatever um and so how much are we looking at what our bodies can do physically to succeed in the sport or now are we infiltrating and putting all this kind of pressure to fit into this white standard of beauty and what is feminine and all of that shit you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah but i thought that was interesting that is interesting good shit yo yeah. good shit well what <laughs> I think that's a show. I think we did do a show. Yeah, this was, yeah, this yo. was good. We try to only do an hour when we do the spots of tea, but, but it always goes Nah, but this was a good conversation. Yeah. So this is no, just, I enjoyed that. This happened. Oh, well. It's, it's, a, it's a big spot. That's so well. It is a big spot. If you guys have anything that you want to add or, you know, um, join into the conversation, add shit. Again, like we said, you can hashtag tea with QJ. You can send us an email at tea with queen and J at gmail.com. What else? Yes, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, at tea with qj mm-hmm. we also have a facebook and a tumblr um they're both tea with queen tea with queen and jay so you just search those and you find that's us that's right and as always you can check our website tea with queen and and where can they follow you on twitter oh i have a twitter um <laughs> okay. my twitter is at the queen speaks underscore yep that's my instagram too yep and you can always find me at jenny cf j-a-n-i-c-i-a the f is for go fuck yes. yourself oh and what? also i have a magazine it's called hey. vixen mag um it's vixenmag.com um kind of like what we do here mm-hmm. but with like better grammar and less curses yeah it's pictures yep two big things happening okay we are on three-fifths podcast coming up that's not till like the 18th yeah that's fine this is about to drop the 18th is this weekend yeah oh i never know dates okay, okay. all right cool so we're gonna be we're about to be on three-fifths podcast on like the 18th um but we'll reshare it and shit like that or whatever so you hear about it that's exciting also next month we have an exciting thing happening we're doing a podcast meetup with us and a bunch of other podcasters mm-hmm and uh, there'll be more information to follow. But save the date. It's going to be March 11th. Cool. NYC. Yeah, yo. It's right. Saturday. Okay. Big things happening. More information to come. Um, what else? I'm done. I'm done too. Yeah. I had a good time. It was nice seeing you all again. Well, talking to you all again. It and was all good. Of that. It was good. It was good. They take everything I get. They take it from me. <laughs> He can't get that though. <laughs> All right, now they're not. Wait, wait a minute, look at the hair. I used to wear my, I used to have Easter eggs in mine. Look at it. <laughs> now? 
Shut up. The nominees for the best new artists are... Are you all sure you want me to say that? I didn't have nothing to say. Y'all thought I wasn't gonna say nothing. And the best new artist is... Me. I have never received nothing. You all ain't never gave me no Grammy. And I've been singing for years. I am the architect of rock and roll. You ain't never gave me nothing. And I am the originator. And I still say, Woo! And the winner is still me. <laughs> Good morning. I had to get that in. Being a Brian Jew from Georgia, I had to tell it too. Shut up. Woo! <laughs> the winner really is me. <laughs> Richard. Richard. Shut up.